Hello and welcome to this short snippet from a recent Blue Moon podcast. This is a generic recorded message just to let you know that if you enjoy it, please go and subscribe to the Blue Moon podcast. There's a brand new show with things like this, plus analysis and interviews every Friday. I'm David Mooney and for this one I was joined by Paul Hurst from The Times. Hi David. And City fan Liam Wright. Hello. And here's the Blue Moon podcast snippet. It seems the latest criticism is that uh, people say City are boring. Um, if, if that's true... Do you care? No, not at all. It's um, I think it's just daft tribalism, isn't it? Really, um, you know, just because Liverpool had a couple of two-all results around Christmas, it doesn't make them the great entertainers all of a sudden. And uh, you know, we had this last year when um, we were getting boring, being levelled at us when United started to fall behind us in the title race. And uh, you know, if. Bruno Fernandes over hitting a ball or Adama Traore running down a blind alley is more exciting than Rodri's last-minute winner at Arsenal or our 6-3 home game against Leicester. Then I must be watching the wrong sport. <laughs> I was going to say, Paul, if like just on this this kind of discussion, like it's a completely different game on on Saturday if Lukaku scores one of his two chances, and arguably you'd say that a, a striker that costs ninety-seven and a half million probably should finish one of those two strike those two chances. Um, but it gets more interesting if City go one down, doesn't it? Or does or did Chelsea get more defensive and it gets even duller? I think it would have it would have made it more exciting that match. I mean, I'd, when I say exciting, I, I found it a really compelling game on Saturday. I I, I couldn't, you know, I, I just found it really interesting how, how City didn't lose, um, you know, didn't lose focus, even though they were just trying, you know, passing it. They couldn't find a way through Chelsea, could they, to start off with? Um, they just kept at it. Um, um, but yeah, when, the fact of the matter is that when, when City go ahead, they, they win, don't they? I mean, it's, it's proven fact this season, they've gone gone ahead 17 times and won all 17 games. So once that happens, it is it's, it must be pretty demoralising for the for the opposition. And I, I, when I when I got back, I watched the last 20 minutes after De Bruyne scored and Chelsea barely touched the ball. I think, I think they had three touches in the opposition box, but one of them was a block from Laporte. But otherwise, Chelsea didn't really look threatening. Yeah. So it's that is another kind of um, weapon they've got in their arsenal that, if if they win, they just you know pass it, pass it, keep hold of it, and and it must be pretty pretty dispiriting for for the opposition to to know that. Yeah, I'm I'm interested though, Paul. Like the the, the idea that that city are have have killed the uh, the entertainment in the Premier League. It's like how much of that is simply because of social media that everybody feels like they need to have an opinion now. Where in the past, people might have said this stuff, but it'd be on football phone-ins and that'd be it. And nobody would realise that that other people were saying <laughs> this. But now, because, because we see it all the time on our phones, we're going, like everybody feels like they need to be involved in this debate. And actually, as we've just as we've just talked about here for, for nearly 20 minutes, it was an entertaining game on Saturday. It was, yeah. And I think you're right. I think in the age of, you know, pre-Twitter age, we, we wouldn't have this be having this debate, would we? Because... You know, I think people are people don't. I don't know. Generally, on, on Twitter, are drawn to extremes, aren't they? You, you find you know very little grey area on Twitter. It's someone either loves something or hates something. You either think so and so is the best thing since sliced bread, or, or is a terrible. You know. Um, so, I, I mean, I just seen some of the tweets about City being boring, and I just kind of shake my head really. And none of it's from City fans, obviously, who. who who have the privilege of watching watching the team every week, and you know, I'd, I, when when Guardiola does leave the Premier League, it'll be a worse league for it. You know, we we will be losing out on 
you know, one of the best coaches of his um, generation. So, and and for him to bring that to to the Premier League for the last uh, last five or six seasons, he's just you know it's something that should be should be cherished. Yeah. It's not like a one horse race every year, is it? It's not like they've won it every year that he's been here. So I think it's it's him being here has, has elevated the standard of the Premier League. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't see how anyone can say that watching Man City is boring. Yeah. Liam, I've always said that uh, podcasters as well are a scourge on football. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. No, um, yeah, I, I agree with everything that uh, Paul was saying then. I mean, you know, as you say, Twitter is like a breeding ground for knee-jerk reaction and blind tribalism and stuff that, you know, that is going to get traction. Um, you know, and I guess I'm guilty of all those things on there as well. But it is, uh, it's nonsense. You know, this is a, this is a safe space for for, hypocr- for hypocrisy, Liam. Don't don't yeah, you worry yeah. about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I'm I'm interested though. Do you think it's about money? Do you think it's effectively about the money that City spent? So, because the, the argument always goes down the line: if City have made it boring, nobody can compete with their money. And yet, nobody ever seems to rate any of City's players as the best in their position. You always talk, you always hear talk about how you know Chelsea have signed this wonderful player, or Liverpool have got this great player, or you know whoever. And if it is about money, are we seriously saying that a team like Chelsea can't spend like City? I find it really strange that there's so much reluctance for people to actually give Pep a bit of credit. Um, because I think, you know, if you look at how teams throughout the country play, not just in the Premier League, but, you know, going down the leagues, people have now tried to copy the way, the way in which he wants to play football. Um, but yeah, I think the, the money, just the, the money that we have spent over the years does breed jealousy in other fans um, and we would have been exactly the same you know I can remember back around you know when the money came in at Chelsea and you know I was probably one of them that was you know cursing them because it, it was them that won the lottery not us um, but you know the, the fact is that money is has made City the way that we are today but it's not a £10 note coming off the bench and scoring is it? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. And the, I mean the other side of it, like like I said, there, Paul, um, Chelsea have spent money. They've 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 brought in players that City have wanted. United have brought in players that City have wanted. And it's not like City are going out there and just buying all of the top talent everywhere and hoovering it all up, is it? Yeah, exactly. And we were talking about Kyle Walker earlier, weren't we? I remember when um, when uh, uh, when City signed him. Uh, was it 2016, 17, 17, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and we were on pre-season tour with Man United at the time. We interviewed Jose Mourinho, and he he brought it up. He said, "Oh, words to the effect of 50 million pound for a right back. You know, that's is in like that's that's a lot of money. That, but you know, Man United a couple of years later spent 50 million pounds on a right back, and he looks a quarter of the player that that Cal Walker is. It's not just." about money it's, it's how you spend it and how you develop that talent as well isn't it you know the, how many how many of the signings that in that team in that squad uh, of cities at the moment have been flops how, how how many of them have had their value decrease since they joined city um you know very few i mean if you're looking at edison for example they signed him for 30 million you'd probably say he's a 100 million pound goalkeeper now wouldn't you um oh it was certainly in pre kind of covid times um, but so I'd, yeah, yes, it is that they're doing well because they have had the money to spend, but they've spent it wisely. And I think there's such a big difference in um, between uh, them, uh, between City and United, when it comes to that. You can have all the money in the world, but you've got to spend it wisely. Otherwise, it just ends up becoming of a, a a mess, which is what the you know United squad is at the moment. So yeah, yes, City have had money, but they've they spent it better than 
Yeah, no complaints over United being a mess here, though. That's uh, that, that's my way of going to be. 